Connor joins us with thanks to Racing Queensland, and it has been well and truly all happening in Queensland in the last week. And I think I said last week to you, Greg, signing off, well, it'll be very different when we talk next week, and it certainly is, mate. How are you and whereabouts are you? Yeah, good morning, Toby. About uh, 150 metres away from the Alpine Park circuit itself. Uh, so, yeah, pretty close to all of the action. And obviously mon- Monday was the biggest day uh, in terms of the series because so much anticipation around the barrier draws, more for the paces than the, than the trotters. But, um, yeah, we had this beautiful setting at Tangaluma Island and uh, you know a number of the participants were there, the likes of Greg Sugars, uh, Obviously, the connections of, of the local horses, the Garrards were there. They've had a, a magnificent series to get one in each final. Um, Shannon Price was there. She's done exactly the same. And probably the most important uh, person of the series, uh, going for three in a row, Jason Grimson there. And didn't he have a day out at the barrier drawery? It couldn't have worked out better than what it has for him. I saw you chat with him, actually. And it was this interesting how he said he wanted Narana to draw one or eight and... Swayze to be off the front line and inside leap to fame, and he got what he wanted, Jason. Yeah, exactly. And and ironically, the, if it had been the other way around with his two, if Swayze had got one and Arano three, it would be nowhere near as uh, you know beneficial, if you like. So yeah. that couldn't have worked out better for him. Uh, that would have been nearly disastrous because the well, we don't need to worry about that. But the permutations already around what happens at the start of this race? Like, what you're there, you're talking to people. What's what's your gut feeling? Will Leap the Fame be lit up? Is it his only chance to win the race is by getting to the pegs before Swayze gets there? Yeah, I think he has to have a go. Um, hmm. I, I don't think anyone's going to get it out of uh, Grant Dixon as to exactly <laughs> what he thinks will happen in the, in the 200. He pretty much holds his cards close to his chest, as we, as we all know, but... I think we also all know that if he doesn't get there in front of Swayze, he'll have to sit outside him like he did in the Blacks of Fake. And yes, we know what happened with the tyre on that occasion at the 350 metre mark, but I don't know whether it would have mattered. Swayze was so dominant. And then, of course, he came over to our race and beat our best horse in Akuta, who couldn't sit outside him. So um, I, I think uh, Grant will have to sum that up pretty quickly. What he does have is Futurist Shaw right beside him. Mm. Um, he can be a gate flyer, which could work in his favour if he gets across Swayze early. We all anticipate that Turn It Up will get across Nerano straight away, although the Grimson camp will tell you Nerano has enough speed. And, and often when these horses are drawn right beside each other, you think you need to have two lengths more speed to get past yeah. uh, the inside horse. Well, Turn It Up's got that, Toby. You know that. He's, he's yeah, the yeah. fastest horse off the gate. In Australasia, not just here. Um, so he'll get across Narano. I don't think there's any doubt about that at all. And even if Narano decided he wanted to try and hold him, how much petrol can he possibly burn? And if he does and Leap to Fame gets there in front of Swayze, then what happens? Um, yeah, and often with the Dominion series, there's so much talk leading into the final. It's almost um, as uh, exciting in many ways uh, yes. as, as the race itself because so many people think they know what's going to happen and once the gate falls, it can, can be a completely different uh, scenario. But that, that's how I see it. I see turn it up there first. I see uh, Future Assured getting the park, not necessarily the lead, but then if he does get the lead, then it would be there for Leap to Fame, I would think. Yeah, oh, he'd definitely hand up the Leap to Fame. He can't go to war with anyone even... I know they're owned by the same connections, but Future Assured, surely his best chance is to get to the pegs and he's he's got to have a crack as well, which which this 
this all plays probably into our hope, our chances' hands, if you ask me, and that's better Eclipse. He just needs everyone talking more and more about it and, and everyone putting more emphasis on getting to the front at the start, and, and this all gives better Eclipse just a, an inkling of a hope, doesn't it? Yeah, well, Greg Sugars wasn't perturbed by the draw at all. Obviously, he'd like to draw the front row and inside somewhere near the front row, but he doesn't possess gate speed anyway. So allowing all of that stuff, as you quite rightly pointed out, to unfold in front of him and him to work into the race when he wants to, um, it, it could really, really fall into his lap, as it could do for Spirit of St. Louis, who, of course, punches directly through behind Turn It Up. So he's going to be in the running line, having not spent any petrol uh, in, a, in a potent spot as well. In saying that, he's had about nine group one seconds, Spirit of St. Louis, and I don't mm. see him uh, breaking his maiden uh, in, in terms of that in this race, but he's certainly going to be in the right spot. But Better Eclipses is perfectly positioned to take advantage of a war up front, which is what we all really hope for. We want to see Swayze and Leap to Fame uh, have a decent battle as they did in the Blacks of Fake. And this time, we don't want any malfunctions gear-wise. Yeah, I, I, well, I would be happy for Swayze to lead and Leap to Fame sit outside him and they just go to it from about the mile like you would expect with Cam Hart. Who would win then, Toby? In that situation, who wins? Uh, Swayze wins. Oh, on on yeah, all things... I don't disagree. On yep, all, all, all things being equal, what he did in the Blacks of Fake and the New Zealand Cup, how, how is anyone going to sit outside him and beat him? It just seems almost mathematically impossible. Well, he can run the sectionals um, and, and run right through the line. And you saw in the New Zealand Cup at the 800 metre mark past the winning post, past the finish, he was still wanting to run another lap. And, he, and the same has been in this series, particularly that last night, Cam couldn't pull him up. Um, and I think that last round of heats has actually played out beautifully for him because he hasn't had a hard run at all. He's got back on the inside. He's got mm. into clear air late mm. and he's charged to the line. So um, he's had a rather soft run compared to his uh, major rivals, that's for sure. The the classy Washington story you touched on with the Garrards, it, it, I, I don't know how in-depth you've gone into it with them, but it's a real thrill for him in their home state to have a runner in each and and young Angus, like he's driving in the in the Australasian Young Drivers Championship and the Inter Dominions. What, what a night he's got ahead of himself on Saturday night, win, lose or draw. Yeah, incredible for for young Gus. He's uh, you know he's an immense talent. Um, he's clearly right up there with uh, the best in Australia in terms of the young drivers. And he and he shares the lead with our best Sarah O'Reilly, who's already won. Uh, an Australasian Young Drivers Championship. So uh, massive for them, massive obviously for Darren and, and Gail and Chris and the entire family because they're such a, a big part of the sport and uh, getting Classy mm. Washington into the pacing final means a lot to them. And uh, I know that they're thoroughly looking forward to uh, getting there on Saturday night. And, and a horse that uh, has sort of had Angus uh, in, in the lights a few times here in, in Queensland has been Sir Fahrenheit. Um, he's an ex-Kiwi, he's, he's got beautiful bloodlines and, and I'm not surprised that he's gone on and done the job that he has. Uh, inside second row draw for him cool. means that uh, in on the mark is following Mufasa Metro. He really should be three back, which is the perfect run for him. And, um, you know, if he could fin- finish in the top five, I know they'll be delighted. And, you know, with that sort of runner and how hot the inside can be here at Albion Park, he's not a forlorn top three hope. I think both of them can run top five, all things. Even Classy Washington along the pegs, he could he could sort of finish in the fifth, fourth and fifth spot. And, yeah, Sir Fahrenheit certainly can. So they've got a couple of chances. And 
people got to understand, like, it's an achievement running fifth in an inter-dominion. Yeah, definitely it is. And, and, and being on the fence, and the horses that they're following indicate that they're going to be three absolute worst-case fallback defence. Um, but it's going to be hot down there, and, and that is the place to be. And young Angus won't have to think too much about the drives. He just has to sit there and let it all unfold in front of him and, and hope he's uh, powering home and getting the gaps when he needs them. The the Pacers final is so different to the Trotters final in a way. For us down here, we just almost want just believe to win, unless you're, of course, in the Queen Elida or Oavici or Plymouth Chubb Camps, that is. But I think the general person down here just wants just believe to win and win the race comfortably because it'll just stamp him even more so as a champion. Yeah, well, all things being equal, Toby, he will win. Mm. Um, Mm. All was perfect. Uh, lead-up race has been perfect. Tugs in last time, ran away from Olivici, who won the previous two heats, of course. And, yeah, he, he, he just looks not unbeatable. Yes, I think Mufasa Metro will get out at the start. Uh, Greg will just work his way to park and then onto the lead, you would think. Why would you not hand up to the superstar trotter? They are racing for a quarter of a million dollars, so there's terrific money for, for the place runners as well. Um, and I'm not talking about just giving the race up to just believe. But it is really hard to think that he'll get beaten, hard to justify that he'll get beaten. So, therefore, you've got to try and take your medicine and get as much as you possibly can. Queen Alight is a big loser in the draw. She bounced back into winning form, which everyone wanted her to do. Um, she's already been placed in an Inter-Dominion series and last year, and um, she's definitely a bit of mere now. And I, I think a little bit like uh, Grant Dixon in the pacing final, Chris Alford has to make a decision. Does he have a go early and try and get in front of Just Believe? I don't think he'll be able to, but does he? Um, that's probably where the uh, intrigue lies. And uh, also magnificent to have Kieran Manning driving in this final after mm. you know, her injury and maybe thinking she wasn't going to be here. And he's been, uh, you know, the find of the series really in many ways. His first round heat win was was stunning. The speedy show been driven by Cam Hart in the same last. A uh, couple of starts, he's, he's, he's been very good. So, um, yeah, he, he follows, follows out funny face, so uh, won't be in the lead early or certainly won't be forcing for the lead, but we'll certainly get a, a nice economical trip nice and early, I would think. The, I, I don't know uh, if Queen Elida getting ahead of Just Believe is going to help that much. So say Mufasa Metro does hold up leads, John Justice says, no, 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 I'm not handing up to anyone, and Queen Elida ends up working to the chair and just believe ends up one out, one back. I still think he's a dollar fifteen chance in that scenario. Look, I don't see any scenario where he gets beaten. Yeah. I just don't think it matters. It really doesn't matter. And and um, I'm just looking forward to seeing him. I've never seen him uh, in the flesh before. And hopefully, off the back of this, we'll get him over to our tab trot, which is part of the Night of Champions, uh, along with the race by Grins. And hopefully, uh, you know, they'll come back with better eclipse because uh, he won a great race in it. Uh, last year or earlier this year. So, um, yeah, that's in April. And, yeah, I, I hope uh, hope Just Believe does that. I don't see him going back to Sweden. It costs an absolute fortune to make that trip. And it, it absolutely has made the horse. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's just a, a beast now when he goes out on the track and he knows he's good. And um, it could very well be the Larry and Harry show. Well, that night of champions slot trot race, it might be the best trotting race we've had in a long, long time to bring... Queen Elida, Just Believe, Elder Baron Zeus potentially, who's just got an, a trip to America, and then uh, a bolt for brilliance perhaps, uh, an Oscar Bonavina who's sort of come of age over the recent months. 
we might have the best of the best across both uh, Australia and New Zealand finally all meeting in the one race. Yeah, hopefully, and hopefully Muscle Mountain will be there. Muscle Mountain, yeah. Going to come, come to see you guys for, uh, for for the Great Southern Star if he if he gets there. If he doesn't, they all could just collide in that in that one night. Um, yeah, it, it, it'd be awesome. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to. Uh, to confirm that with uh, with this team after they win on Saturday night, and um, yeah, we can we can go from there with Just Believe. But he, he's awesome, and um, you know it's, it's going to be a great final. But he, he certainly looks to have the wood on on the rest of them through this series as he did last year. Off the track, everything's building nicely there, Greg. Now, yeah, yeah, it is. We've got the probably uh, out to see Inter Dominion champion, four time champion, Blacks of Fake today, along with the uh, Australasian young drivers participants. They're all coming along and. Tomorrow night's the Calcutta, which is uh, always an entertaining night, and um, be interesting to see uh, where the money lies there in regards to the two favourites and how much they can generate. Uh, mm. The Creek team and, and at, uh, at at the View Hotel. So uh, yeah, really looking forward to that. And then obviously we get into it nice and early on Saturday, so it's a bit, bit of a different scenario, especially interstate. Um, and even for New Zealand, you know, it's going to be nine thirty at night on Saturday night, which is a far more um, uh, mm. viewable time, if you like, and instead of being up past 11, 12 o'clock at night. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's building nicely. I think the barrier draws have only enhanced that, uh, particularly in the pacing series. And, um, yeah, can't wait for Saturday afternoon into the evening because it's going to be going to be super. The only thing that is a bit of a concern is the stormy weather that's predicted, which hopefully um, will miss Albion Park because it, it, it certainly affected the first night heats, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, we don't want anything like that. We don't want to be running it Sunday after a a washout Saturday night, that is for sure. Definitely not. Greg, thanks so much, mate. Uh, We'll try and catch up again next week for a bit of a summary of uh, what took place. Might even be able to slot it in Monday. We'll talk about that off air. But thanks so much for what you've done over the last three weeks and enjoy the rest of the week and Sunday night. Yeah, certainly will, Toby. It's always my pleasure, mate. All the best. Greg O'Connor, and you can catch him on lots of different things. The box seat is tremendous uh, that he does with our great mate Mick Gurren as well. Uh, and that is for Queensland, is your place to pace with harness racing action lighting up Albion Park, Redcliffe or Margberg. Queensland is racing. Visit racingqueensland.com.au.